Alright, so, uh, so what's up guys? We're going to try this out. Got um, to do a little test run before uh, Gordon and I do our next paddle, so, uh, or before we do our next podcast, I guess. So I'm going to just uh, see how this thing does for a little bit. <coughs> I know that I messed up one time and I actually recorded and I didn't have Audacity started. You remember that episode? It's called the Botched Episode. And I actually just used the audio off of this camera. So I'm hoping that I can do the same thing for this one. It's going to be a real short one. Short one. I say that all the time. You know that. But um, I was going to do the recording on my phone, but I figure the camera is probably going to pick it up just as much as my phone. My phone is literally right here in front of me. Uh, matter of fact, I'm recording using the Strava app, and uh, that's how I record my uh, kayak trips. And I use it for running and some other things sometimes too, but I also use a couple other apps. But um, using Strava for this one, it works pretty well. It has a pretty good GPS pickup. Uh, gives you miles per hour, uh, your time, how many miles you've gone, whatever. Um, I don't think you can see it, maybe if I turn in this direction, but over here behind me, this is the, uh, you probably can't see it at this point. I got the camera set up on a wide angle, so hopefully it's picking up me and the scenery around me, but that's the uh, Dorchester Boat Club, and those of you that have been around for a little while, and the new people, uh, this would be new information, but Caleb and I did an event last year called Rivercraft uh, 2018. We did it out at Blackwater and the Ashley, and uh, we had five different bands out there. We had um, Holy City and Frothy Beard um, donated beer for us. So we had five bands. We had two different breweries represented. Uh, Mike Carcutt from Gray's, the head chef and owner over there at Gray's Somerville. He provided the food for us that day. And uh, we had Reflections Jewelry, African Jewelry out there as a vendor. We had CQ Works, which was Caleb out there uh, selling his artwork as well. It was a good event, Rivercraft 2018. So I'm thinking about doing another event. Last year we did that one on the 1st of July, so it was July 4th weekend. Pretty good turnout. I mean, I think we had like 70 people roll through there, so it was a good day, a lot more than we anticipated. This year, um, speaking of the boat club, if we're going to do it, I'm not going to do it back out at the Blackwater on the Ashley. I'm going to do it here at the Somerville Boat Club, I think. It's uh, a few bucks cheaper for the rental, for the space for the day. Uh, if you saw it when we rode by, or cruised by, sailed by, what are we doing? Kayak by? Floated by? Floated by. That would be the best way to say it, I guess. Um, Anyway, they got a hardened facility there, so they've got uh, you know regular bathrooms instead of having a porta potty like we had at the Rivercraft at the Blackwater. Um, we're still right here on the Ashley River, which Blackwater on the Ashley obviously is on the Ashley River as well. So we still got the same scenic uh, views. It's got a covered pavilion, so we can have the music up underneath the pavilion. They're protected from the elements, and then also the people that are there are protected from the elements as well. People could actually even do some fishing you know, right off, right, right off the, uh, the back dock there. Um, what else do they have in there? They have 
I think a little makeshift kitchen. So I think we could actually utilize the kitchen to do the uh, food and stuff like that. So anyway, what I'm trying to say is I think I'm going to bring Rivercraft back for 2019. We're going to do it at the boat club. And instead of doing it in the heat of July, because it was pretty hot last year, pretty toasty, it'll probably be more of a fall fest instead of a summer fest. And I think that it'll be a little more conducive to uh, people. Conducive to what? It's going to be a little more friendly, let's put it that way, weather friendly. So look for that. Uh, announcement coming up sometime in the near future. I don't know. It takes a couple months to plan and get that thing going. So as soon as I start putting it together, I'll let you guys know, and uh, we'll get some tickets out there. And hopefully we get the same people that came to it last year, and maybe we get some new people, uh, some new vendors, uh, new fans, whatever. Um, I know for fact probably blue sphere would be on the uh the bill last year we had uh dan riley was supposed to show up he couldn't i know he wasn't supposed to show up he couldn't he has another engagement that day so he didn't show up but we had uh little mikey from the howard stern show he came out and did some tunes we had joshua jarman we had fleming moore uh, clayton lewis was on the bill but he had something uh, a family emergency come up he couldn't make it and 40 mile detour uh paul stone project so it was a good bill. 40, 40 mile detour closed. 40 mile detour closed it down. Shut it down. They did a fantastic job. Everybody did a great job. And uh, who else was out there? King of Pops was out there serving uh, popsicles for the kids. It was a good time. So we're planning on doing the same thing this year. We'll take it up a notch. Um, I know Oak Road has expressed interest in being the brewery for this year. So uh, they will be on the bill, and who knows? Maybe um, maybe I'll get together with the with the newest guys in town, Wide Awake Brewing Company. Maybe they can help uh, um, cater the event with some craft beer, and we can get those guys' name out there and let them participate in this uh, thing as well. So who knows, man? We may talk to Fans Brewing. As a matter of fact, I forgot about Fans Brewing. We had Holy City out there last year. We had Fans Brewing Company, and then we had uh, Frothy Beard. So. We had uh, two beers from each one of those. We had six different craft beers out there. It was good, man. Um, look it up if you want to, Rivercraft 2018 on Facebook. You'll see some uh, some of the videos and pictures and stuff that people posted last year. It was a good time. Oh, so yeah, that's going to come up. I'm hoping you guys can see, but I didn't really check the angle out. I checked it just to see if you could see me sitting in the seat, so hopefully I'm not cut off either. I hope you can see some of the scenery that I see when I go out and do the kayak. I'm on the Ashley River today. I put in at the Oak Brook Landing. It's supposed to start thunderstorming here in about an hour is what I've seen on the weather. So I figured I'd get out here before the weather kicks in. Uh, maybe we'll get a little bit of rain on, on, on camera. Who knows? I really didn't take any notes. This is uh, an impromptu recording. And you may or may not even see this. And if you don't see it, you won't even know that I did it. Now, I'll probably talk about it, but you may or may not see it because I, I may not have, uh, the sound may not be good enough to even put out there. I think it's going to be. My only concern is I've got this thing in a case today, in the waterproof case. I've got it attached to my kayak. 
because Gordon and I talk about it all the time. Man, we should have brought a GoPro. We should have done this. We should have done that. We should have recorded on the river. Um, we talked about it last episode. The only thing logistically, as far as recording both of us on the river at the same time, is I think we're going to need a second GoPro. Um, I think I can. We can set it up just like I have it here, and Gordon and I will just be, you know, a little ways away from each other, talking, whatever. <coughs> It'll record him on his boat. It'll record me on my boat. I'll splice them together, and our conversation will will flow like that. So that's the plan, anyway. Of course, we'll see how this one turns out first, and then decide if we want to purchase another GoPro. Set it up. Could be a good time. We are just passing, or I already did. I already pass it? No, we're just passing the old Dorchester uh, State Park. What is it called? Dorchester Historical Sites. Let me look it up. Don't have my computer, obviously, but I do have my phone. Uh, I just heard something over there. What the hell was that? Yeah, it's high tide right now. The tide uh, just came in. I think it dropped in about 4.38, I think is what the tide chart said. So it'll be going back out. So I chose this direction. What was I doing? I was looking up something. I chose to go this direction because eventually the tide is going to start going out again uh, to low tide. So it should pull me back in. Right now it's very stagnant. Usually, you know, this is a tidal river, so uh, it's usually either flowing one way or the other, depending on what the tide is and if it's coming in, coming out. So very calm right now because it's in transition between, uh, between tides uh, coming in, coming out. So. What am I trying to say? I was looking up something, now I'm saying something. I'm all discombobulated. I'm floating into the trees over here. Um, oh, I was looking at Dorchester. <laughs> Focus, Brian. Dorchester. Dorchester. right into a tree guys. It's gonna be fun. What the hell? Dorchester State Park. Maybe it's called that. Colonial Dorchester State Historical Site is what it is. So what is that you ask? Well I'm gonna tell you. If I can no. Admissions, two dollars for adults. Uh, 15 and younger are free. Uh, pets are allowed. Uh, there's no Wi-Fi. From 1697 until the beginning of the Revolutionary War, the trading town of Dorchester flourished along the Ashley River, inland from Colonial Charleston. Today, Colonial Dorchester State Historical Sites remarkably preserved archaeological remains give visitors a peek into the early history of Colonial South Carolina. Yeah, going right in. I think you guys can see it, right? Uh, abandoned at the start of the Revolutionary War, the town of Dorchester has all but disappeared, leaving only a handful of original structures remaining. Uh, visitors can stand below the towering remains of a brick bell tower or St. George's Anglican Church, catch a glimpse of a log wharf during low tide, and view the fort made of an oyster shell concrete called Tabby. 
So anyway, there's a little bit more. You can go to uh, SouthCarolinaParks.com and it'll tell you more information about it. But it's pretty fun, you know. I went there as a kid. My parents took me there. Get out this tree. Um, I took my kids there whenever we would come back and visit Somerville and visit the grandparents and stuff. This right over here, I'm going to pull up. And um, you should be able to get a view of the brick or the oyster shell brick walls. I guess they're not brick, they're oyster shell walls, the tabby walls that they were just that I was just talking about. I can see them right now as we're passing. I'll see if I can flip and we can get a little bit of a, of a shot of that. Oh yeah, we should be able to get something right here. I thought about keeping this thing where I could just kind of take the camera off. I really need to get a headband, that way you can see what I'm seeing, and just wear it on my head, and you, everywhere I look, you'll you'll look with me. So that'll be an improvement that I'll make. So I'm going to flip around right here. You should be able to see it right there behind me, maybe, hopefully. If not, I'll try and put some pictures up or something with the video. Who knows? I'm just hoping that you can hear me. That's the biggest thing. So yeah, we're just going to go out a little bit. Um, didn't really have anything set up to talk about. Of course, I'm just going to talk about stuff as we went along. Um, but yeah, the Dorset State Park is fine. I mean, it's nothing fantastic. It's only two bucks to get in. I mean, come on. You can afford two bucks. I think I said it was $1.25 for seniors. Uh, like I said, 15 and under is free. It's fun. There's some uh, old gray stones up there. There's the uh, the tabby walls. There is some posted, uh, more posted historical information that you can read up on. There's picnic tables, places to you know, place some food and just have a picnic. Oh, what is that up there? I don't know if you can see it. It's like a little duck. Hold on. It's right up here in this tree. Can you see it? Can you see it right up in there? I don't know what it is. If I had the elusive board Peters with me, we could, uh, we could ask him what it is. It looks like some kind of uh, geese or duck. He's probably going to try to attack me when I pull up on it. Hey, buddy. What you doing? Are you sitting on some eggs over there? Are you sitting on some eggs over there? Huh? What are you doing over there? Hey, I'm talking to you. What are you doing over there? All right, we're going to see if we can get a better shot here, guys. Can you see him up there in the tree? He's making some noises like he's not real happy with me sitting here. Okay, just relax. I got a feeling he's probably sitting, or she is probably sitting on some eggs. So I'm going to leave her alone before she jumps off there and, and lands in my bird nest of hair right now. So we'll let that go. Hopefully it's on the video. It's going to be cool. <clears throat> this is the whole point of doing this, is to get some cool shots. So what do we got coming up? I was supposed to, uh, my roommate Tommy was supposed to talk to Scotty, uh, you know, the, the guys that make up Blue Spear, and he was supposed to get back with me whether or not they were going to sit down and talk to me today. So they have a show coming up this coming weekend at Homegrown Brewhouse, 117, what is it? South Main Street. We're going to go underneath this tree, so it might get a little dark here for a second. Um, but yeah, this Friday, or I'm sorry, this Saturday, May 18th, is our Studio 117 date for this month. 
May 18th from 8 to 10. It'll probably go a little bit longer than that, probably close to 11 o'clock because these guys like to play. But we got Blue Spear coming into Studio 117 this week. So get out there to bummerville.com and get your tickets for that. You can also get tickets at the door. They're 10 bucks. If you get them at the door, you won't pay the, uh, the service fees, handling fees that you get on, um, on the uh, Eventbrite site. So that's something. You'll save a couple bucks or a dollar or something. I don't know what the fee is. but So 10 bucks. That's May 18th coming up this Saturday. <clears throat> so anyway, what was I saying? I was trying to get those guys into the studio to release an episode. Um, I wanted to release it this Tuesday. So Tommy was supposed to get with Scott, see if they could sit down with me today because I had nothing to do today except for Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all you mothers out there, by the way. It's already two days ago. But, um, what was I saying? <laughs> so yeah, we were supposed to get the, the two, two, two of the main guys from Blue Spear in and talk to them and promote the show. But I guess that's not happening. Today. Maybe it'll still happen and I can put it out uh, on Friday, the, the Friday before the show, but who knows. But get out there and check it out. It's going to be a good time. Studio 117 is really coming together. We just painted, or not we, Fleming Moore just painted the stage the other day. So it's no longer uh, just a wooden grain stage. He painted it black, so that's going to be a new addition to the to the setup. Uh, we're trying to get some artwork in there, some things on the wall. It's going to come together. We've got um, shows booked out all the way through October right now. So... It's a thing. Studio 117 in downtown Somerville. It's a true listening room for music. If you're here locally in town, check the dates. Uh, everything's on Bummerville.com, Bummerville Amphitheater. Check the dates for the next show that uh, you're going to want to be interested in. we got David Dunning coming back uh, in September. He's going to try and come in every six months to do a show. I think we're going to have a residency with Blue Sphere as well. They'll do a show every six months or so. So keep track, guys, and get out there and support local music. And support Homegrown Brew House and Craft Beer and, and the small craft beer guys of South Carolina. I'm not drinking any beer today, obviously. I'm still uh, dry. Today is day 18. I do have some smart water right here. Just to stay hydrated. So that's what we got coming up. Um, Saturday, um, this Wednesday, I'll be sitting down in Studio 117, actually on the stage. We're going to set up and do a podcast in there. Who is the podcast going to be with? It's going to be with Fleming Moore, Fleming Shady. He is running, um, well, he's going to announce something, I guess. I've already talked about it. I think I've talked about it already. It's not a secret. But he's going to make his official announcement on my podcast that um, he is going to be running for mayor, for the mayor of Somerville. Um, I am not going to run this year, guys. I thought about it. I still, I still think about just submitting my name and not doing any fundraising or any promotion or anything and just having my name on the ballot and just see what happens, just see how many votes I get without doing anything. So that's a thought. I might do that. <laughs> and who knows? I could win without doing anything. You know, all these other people are out there raising money and fundraisers and making all kinds of fancy signs and stickers and buttons and, I don't know, I'll just put my name on the ballot and see what happens. See if you can win without doing anything. 
That'd be kind of cool, right? And I'm not 100% on that, but Fleming is 100%. He's going to make the announcement on the podcast. We're also going to talk uh, a little bit more about Studio 117 and kind of push that out there. Uh, we've got some uh, newspapers, Post and Courier, probably the Somerville Journal scene is going to be doing some uh, some articles about uh, Fleming running for mayor and also about Studio 117. Hopefully, that's the plan. We're going to get some promotion out there on those things in some uh, bigger places instead of just on my podcast and on Instagram and on Facebook and whatever. Big things are happening, or starting to happen. Big things have been happening, let's be honest. I mean, Rivercraft in 2018, Jesus, that was a fantastic event, man, uh, last year. So we, I've been doing big things, but bigger things are coming. <clears throat> like I said, Paul Stone has expressed interest of getting back into the studio. I'm gonna kind of back in over here. Is there some really cool, is it flora or fauna? Which one is it? Which one is the plant? Is fauna the, no, it's flora. It must be flora is the plant part of it, right? I know y'all are out there screaming the answer at that. Means. But anyway, I don't know. these things over here, we'll just call them these things. They're kind of cool. Uh, these things right behind me, <laughs> they're kind of cool. I don't know what they are. If I had Gordon here with me, he could tell you what these little beautiful uh, little trinkets are right here. Can you see them? These little guys? I don't know what they are. But they're fun. And they're pretty. I don't know what color they are because I'm colorblind, but I think there's some kind of uh, violet. I don't know. It's probably way off. Blue. Pink. Buddha. Who the hell knows what they are? And these little things over here are kind of like some kind of spider, spider plant. I'll call them a spider plant. That's probably not what they are at all. But they're, uh, I'm kind of afraid to touch them. I don't know if they're like a Venus flytrap, like they're going to close up on me and bite me or something. But these little guys, you see? They're kind of cool. So, <clears throat> maybe I can take a snapshot of it and send it to Gordon and maybe I'll figure it out before I post the video what those actually are but. so I don't know guys we're 22 minutes in I really had zero to talk about I just wanted to get out on the river before the rain started it's perfect I think if it was a full sunny day like we normally do it might be a little distracting on the camera we might have some bad lighting and some angles and some glares and things like that but i think this is going to be good actually with the overcast day um i'm just hoping Ooh, there's another little what is that i think this might be some kind of is that a woodpecker damn it where is gordon when you need him this guy's fantastic i no that's some kind of water bird what are you bird all right he just flew off Dang it, I was hoping you could, I could spin around and get a little picture of that guy. He's way over here now. He's up, just perched on a tree over here. He was some kind of water, aquatic bird. I need, uh, I need Gordon's book. That book he brought, up, brought on the podcast the other day, the bird book. Who am I kidding? I wouldn't look anything up anyway. But. Sure is a nice day. I hear some rumbling of thunder in the background. Kind of cool. I've already seen two birds out here. That's, that's cool. And then the uh, 
So that would be the fauna, right? Let's look that shit up. Let's look that bullshit up. I'm pretty sure I'm right. I shouldn't even have to look that up. That should just be common knowledge. I know it's called floor and fauna. Every time we would deploy somewhere, um, like when I went to Iraq or Kuwait or Qatar or any of these places, we always had a briefing on the floor and fauna, but I can't remember what which one was which. So let's look it up. Flora. Flora is the plant life occurring in a particular region or time, generally the naturally occurring or indigenous native plant life. Um, the corresponding term for animal life is fauna, flora, fauna, and other forms of life such as fungi are collectively referred to as biota. Sometimes bacteria and fungi are also referred to as flora, as in the terms gut flora or skin flora. There you go. Always trying to educate people on the show, man. You know that. Alright. Well, what to do now, guys? We talked about flora and fauna. We've looked at a little bit of a couple flora and a couple fauna. We talked about what's coming up in Studio 117. We talked about Fleming Moore this Wednesday. That show will come out um, the following Friday, so not this Friday. The following Friday, we're going to release that announcement. And that's going to coincide with a couple of different things, but you'll understand once it all happens, once it all comes together. Here's some more fauna. All right, guys. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to wrap it up. I don't know what else to talk about. Hopefully this was fun. Hopefully you like it. Hopefully I get some good feedback from you guys on whether I should do it again. Um, oh, did I say Happy Mother's Day already? I did. It's going to be two days late, like I said. Uh, I just got back from my parents' house, actually. I just left my parents' house. Went over there. I thought I was going to be, because uh, how late I went over there in the day was uh, 1.45 or so at the time I showed up. I figured both of my other brothers, or both of my brothers, not my other brothers, both of my brothers, I figured, would have already come and gone. But when I showed up, my dad said, oh, you're going to be just in time to eat because uh, Kevin, my younger brother, was bringing some food over. He and his wife, Susan, they went to Swig and Swine and got a big family uh, feast. I don't know what it's actually called. I think it's called, it might be called the Family Feast. It might be called the Feast. It might be called Takeout Platter. I don't know what, what the hell it's called, but they brought back a little thing. Um, had some Brussels sprouts, some mac and cheese, I think some potato salad, some a, a few pickled vegetables, uh, brisket, smoked turkey, some ribs, some burnt ends, some pork belly, and some pulled pork. So all that came back to the house. And then my older brother, Bruce, showed up shortly thereafter. So we were all there, big, one big happy family together, celebrating Mother's Day with, my, with our mother. So it was a good little time. I didn't say much. Uh, everybody else was kind of just chit-chatting about um, marital issues and divorce issues and separation issues and child care issues and school issues and all these things. And none of that bullshit applies to me anymore. So I kept my mouth shut. But I had no input. I did have input, but I kept, I kept my mouth shut. Which is good sometimes. I don't do that very often. I should keep my mouth shut more often sometimes. Man, I hope this sound is coming through okay. 
I never see. I just I just talked to this with Susan because she was asking about alligators. I never see an alligator out on these rivers. I know I'm going to see one today since I just said that, but I never see an alligator. I've been extensively up and down this Ashley River, this portion here. I put in a, uh, the Dorchester, the Oak Brook Landing is what it is. I think I was talking about that earlier and I never got around to saying that. But I put in at the Oak Brook Landing in Oak Brook here in Somerville. And I have never seen an alligator on this river. I thought I've seen one a few times, but it ended up just being a log. And then, how many miles have we done on the Edisto so far? I can't even calculate it. I mean, I know we've done a 20-mile trip, we've done a 10-mile trip, we've done a few 8 miles, we've done, we did a 7.4 mile the other day. You piece it all together, we've done well over 100 miles on the Edisto River, on the North Fork, the South Fork, at the confluence, on the main stem. Not one alligator. We've seen tons of birds, we've seen snakes, we've seen hornets, um, we've seen various types of bees, horse flies, what else have we seen? <clears throat> Turtles, frogs, hermit crabs. Are they hermit crabs? What are the crabs that are on the, the shore when, when the tide goes out? I've, I've done some videos, not on the podcast, but um, when the tide goes out and you get down and you can see the, the marsh, see down into the mud and the dirt, you'll see all these little crabs. I don't think they're hermit crabs. So hermit crabs are at the beach, right? Isn't that that's the ones you see at the beach? What kind of crabs are these out here? I have to, I have to look that up. And I don't think I'm going to see any at this point on this trip. This little section right here, I've always wanted to kind of stop out. People do. I'll spin it around. It's like a little peninsula. You can keep going down the river here to the left, and that will take you forever down the river. Or you can go up this little enclave that I'm going up now. It's going to spit to the right. It goes down, and it ends up... Um, I don't think it connects with anything. I think the last time I went down, it dead ends down here. But right here on this little guy, right here behind me, you should be able to see it now. This is a little peninsula that sticks out. And there's always, looks like somebody's had a campfire going on up there. Um, I'd like to come down here one day with some snacks, a little tiny grill or something, and just uh, take a lunch out here on this little, <clears throat> this little peninsula and just put a lawn chair up there, chill out, relax. Maybe even, you know, throw a rod over here, catch some fish, cook something up here, some fresh fish out the river. So that's that thing. Did you see it? Did you see it? It's a right now. And of course some trash for people don't want to clean up their shit out here sometimes. <coughs> but I see uh, an aluminum foil container and then there's a big plastic jug right here which probably has some water in it. And I think I see a shoe laying up there. I don't know. What was I talking about? Stuff we've seen on the river. So I've never seen an alligator. Went out to Lake Moultrie the other day. First thing I see, damn alligator floating in the, in the lake. Spiders. Hell, tons of spiders. We've had we've had trips that we've taken on real uncharted territory on the Edisto. <clears throat> and you come through some of these branches like this, and you'll just, I mean, there's a web this big with a damn spider this big on it. 
and if you're not careful, you'll run your face right into that spider. <laughs> so we started going through those, you know, with our ore first, and just kind of doing this as you go through and, and clearing those clearing those cobwebs out to make sure that you don't get a spider bite. And then, I mean, I've got video of a couple times where <laughs> we've gone through some places where the spiders fall into your boat, and I've got some video of Gordon when uh, a bunch of spiders fell into his boat one time. <laughs> uh, he went berserk. I mean, he was way up in front of me, and all I saw was, you know, just this, and this, and this, and throwing stuff, and whatever, and you just had branches all over the boat. So, it's always a good time. But, I just felt some raindrops. I'm going to start heading back the other direction. We're about 30 minutes in on this video. That's about all I need to do for a solo at this point. Hope you enjoyed it. It was probably boring as fuck. And I didn't really say much. I just rambled on about nonsensical bullshit. But it was fun, right? Okay, guys. Talk to you soon.